Okay, so I wasn't quite forthcoming with the length of this podcast. Um, It was a little longer than anticipated, so I hope you enjoy. And yeah, I didn't quite tell the truth on this one. Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot. Grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? Today is Friday, March the 14th. It is 5.29 a.m. in my neck of the world, and I am on my way in to work. Um, This is going to be, I promise you this time, a very short podcast. I don't have a lot of things to talk about. I didn't really do much sewing since um, I last podcast, so it'll be more of an update of what I am planning to do this weekend. Um, which is St. Patrick's Day weekend, a big deal in the area, the area of the of Georgia that I live in. So all of the festivities will start today, last through the weekend, and finish up on Monday. I'm not quite sure why it's such a big deal in Georgia, but um, well, in the part of Georgia that I live in, but it seems to be. With that said. I am off on Monday because St. Patrick's Day is a holiday around here. Um, Yeah, and I think I said that in the last podcast. I'll take it. No complaints from me. So I get a three-day weekend. So without further ado, I'm going to get started on the main content of the podcast. If you follow me on Twitter... um, or if you follow Wheezy Works on Twitter, you will see that she has posted some of her quilting. And you may or may not know that my goal this year is to master feather quilting. Um, I love feathers. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I love feathers. It's just something about them that makes me smile. So she posted um, a picture, and I think it originated in Instagram. I'm not sure how, where it originated from, but of her quilting. And she has the most awesome feathers in that quilting design. It kind of, the design is kind of a zigzag design, and in the printed or colored area of the quilt top. I'm not sure what block it is. I didn't pay that much attention to the block. I was focused on the feathers. She has quilted feathers. And then in her little sashing or it looks like a two-inch sashing or part of the block, two-inch, she quilted some squigglies, some at a 45-degree angle squiggles up and down. But her feathers are gorgeous, are gorgeous. And she says, like many of others have told me and that I've read, that it takes a lot of practice. She mentioned or tweeted back to me, um, directly to me, that um, it takes a lot of pen and paper practice Excuse me, but I do well on pen and paper practice. It's just when I translate it 
using the long arm, it doesn't quite translate the same. So this muscle memory that you build up in the brain, my brain must be on some serious hiatus because it doesn't seem to get the feather quilting for me. I do okay on the left side of the vine, but when it comes to quilting on the right side of the vine, it seems like my brain shuts down and they all begin to look like little thumbprints. And I'm not quite sure why that is. So I don't know. It may be that all of my feathers will just be left-sided feathers and I'll have to think of something else to do on the other, other side of the vine. I don't know how that would translate, but anyway, that's a thought for me. Or I just keep doing the pen and paper and at some point, I hope while I'm on this side of the grass, um, it'll click. And my brain, what my eyes see and my hands have done on pen and paper will translate to my brain, which will then tell my hands that are clutching, not really tight, Lady G's uh, long arm handles to get that design on fabric. Now, I talked about practicing on fabric. I did load a practice piece of fabric. I think it was about, oh, maybe 38, 40 inches wide and maybe about the same in length or maybe a little longer. I just had a scrap, scrap piece of, of muslin and uh, a back that I used that I had just laying around that I didn't mind using as practice. My whole process and thought process for this practice was whatever I cranked out while I was practicing could be, you know, something that I could display as a practice piece and it would be nice. Well, it turned out to be a hot feathery mess. Yes. On Twitter, I, th I think I said that I was going to rename myself Hot Feathering Mess. or Because I just can't get it. It's just, at this point, I can't get it. Not to say that at some point in the future it won't click. But right now, I am struggling trying to master these feathers. So, I'm not so sure um, if I want to try to put this on fabric yet. Maybe I need lots, a lot more practice on paper. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Putting it down on, on um, fabric right now is probably going to be a no-go. Maybe in a couple of months after I do much more, much more pen-to-paper practice, I'll try it again. But in the interim, I'll just keep practicing um, modern designs, um, using my ruler and doing some ruler work and just practicing with that. But for the freehand feathers, I don't think it's going to be a no-go. Not quite yet. Um, I've tried them both ways. I tried them using the stitch regulator. Man, that was okay. Um, but the feathers were still a hot mess. I tried them at about 40, 50% non-stitch regulated. Well, of course, my stitches aren't all equal, 
but it seems to me that my non-stitch regulated my thread is shredding which it doesn't shred on the stitch regulated part and that could be that everything is nice and even and I'm not doing multiple stitches in one short distance which I think will cause my thread to shed because it's getting much more friction because there's more buildup. That's my logical thinking whether that's correct or not. I'm not sure but that's the only logical explanation I can think of considering that it doesn't shred when I'm using the stitch regulated mode. So I haven't found my groove with Lady G quite yet. Um, I've had her for a while but this is really the first time that I have truly used her or practice used her as practice um, before I would just load a quilt and meander meandering is like a no-brainer for me I got the meandering part so when I'm stuck I go to meandering or um, sometimes I'll use my ruler just to do something different um, so and you've seen you've seen some of that um, and Angela Walters crafty class that I did on the dot to dot quilting it was a gray background purple and a green little mini top so I don't know feathers I'm just I want to do them so bad but it doesn't seem to be clicking right now so more to follow with that I haven't given up I just think I'm gonna do much more pen to paper practice um, update on my hexes haven't done much more I found <laughs> the squirrel came by and I found a pattern that had a built-in with lack of a better term little ring um, for crochet dishcloths and I think what attracted me to this pattern and Pinterest is a devil I don't know it's evil it's evil it will get you there and it will suck all of the time that you had planned to do anything else away because you click on something and then it leads you to something else and then it leads you to a blog and then it's like wow I need to start following this person so yeah Pinterest is evil it's a time suck so but anyway back to see what I'm saying back to the fab, uh, crochet dishcloth I think it was the color of the colors in the picture that attracted me to that one little pan. It was the most bright, beautiful, gorgeous colors of multiple crochet dishcloths that this person had arranged in a nice, pleasing little manner and snapped. And it was posted to Pinterest. So immediately I went to that site and it was a, a pattern that you could buy. And it was a downloadable PDF, so which is great for me. Anything that I can get, pay for, download it, and get it right away and not have to wait for the, the post office or the UPS people or whomever to bring it to me. I love it. So I downloaded the pattern, and it is a miter dishcloth. And it has, like I say, a little ring at the top so you can hang it. So, so far I have done one in a variegated um, crochet cotton. It's, 
I have two styles of crochet cotton. I have peaches and cream, and I can't remember the other one. Peaches and cream, and there's another name of it. Once I remember it, I'll, I'll put it in the blog. But there's all basically two brands, peaches and cream, and the other one I can't think of. So the variegated one was the name, the line that I can't think of right now. And the one that I am working on, which is right now, uh, the color is a teal color. I love teal. And I think the next one I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do a red one. Just so I'll have some variations in color. But um, I am almost done with that one. I think it's four rows. The pattern is only 25 rows, so it's not a hard pattern. And it has this mitered appearance, so... You start out with a crochet chain of 12 and then you do single crochets. Once you connect the crochets with the slip, the, the chain with the slip stitch, then you do a number of crochets within that ring and then you don't turn your work. You just, you know, you crochet so many up one side and then you crochet three in one of the single chains and then you crochet the same amount on the other side and then you crochet one at the end and then you turn your wet work and you do it backwards and then when you get there you crochet another three like in the center and then you crochet the same amount on the side so it's a quick easy pattern and yeah um, when I'm in traffic I'll throw a few single crochets it's all made of up of single crochet I guess if you did a double crochet it would make it go a lot faster to get the size that you need um, I'm not sure of the tightness of the fabric because single crochets make a, a very tight um, compact fabric as far as yarn fabric versus cloth fabric it makes it a very tight weave so I guess that's why the pattern calls for single crochets double crochets if you even if you crochet tight still has a more of a looser weave than a single crochet with that said the other thing if you do crochet and never have crocheted with crochet cotton I'm not talking about the little thin thread like cottons that you do lace doilies with. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about yarn, regular yarn size uh, crochet cotton. But back to what I was saying, if you've never crocheted with cotton before, a um, little thing to note, if you are doing dishcloths, just know the size that you finish with, once you get it wet, it kind of not going to say double but it grows it, it, it gets bigger than what you started with so just remember that it expands just a tad bit and I figured that out some time ago when I was crocheting dishcloths not crochet yeah, crocheting dishcloths before once they get wet they kind of stretch so just be aware of that so if you if you decide you want to do a mitered dishcloth and maybe once you get done with it you think it's too small to be a dishcloth, beware that it does stretch. So I would do one, you know, wet one, put one in some dish water, wet it, and just see how much it stretches. 
and then that way you can gauge whether you want to make it bigger from the original pattern or not. So that is the other thing that I kind of work on in between. Uh, I'll probably work on my hexes this week. I had planned on um, getting my borders cut and my um, binding glued and stitched to Celtic Solstice. Um, I think I planned on doing that last weekend, or maybe not, but that will be my plan for this weekend. Um, I'm going to try something a little different instead of using the glue basting for both sides of my work. I'm just going to try to use it for the initial side and do the pressing as Sharon Chamber suggests. But I may not do the glue basting on the final side before the last little go around of stitching. So I'm going to try to do that freehand and see how that goes because when she tells you if you're going to stitch it down to add a little extra for your turnover so that as you're stitching you can catch the back as well as the front I think um, what I'm going to try to do is to do it the reverse way glue based on the back and turn to the front and freehand stitch. We'll see how that goes. I may or may not try that on Celtic Solstice because it's such a big quilt. I may just do it like she suggested because if I get started on it and it's being a hot mess, um, then I'm going to be very upset because Celtic Solstice was a lot of piecing, took a lot of time, um, and I really don't want to mess it up at this point. So scratch all of the stuff I said previously I'm going to use it just like Sharon Schomber <coughs> excuse me like Sharon Schomber suggests um, I'm going to do that technique maybe on my next quilt a smaller version I'll try what I just explained to you um, previously so with that said between Celtic Solstice working on my hexes um, that's about all I'm going to be doing this weekend. Um, we do have a work-related function at one of the staff members' house. It's uh, so going away for one of my staff members on tomorrow. Um, so I'll probably go out there and spend a couple of hours and come back. Um, the other thing on my list for tomorrow is the boys have their six-month checkup. Um, so... I'm going to be taking them to their six-month checkup. However, I may try to reschedule it for next weekend because I don't want to be gone all day from the house on Saturday because I want to get some sewing in. Yes, 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 yes. I want to get some sewing in. So that is about all. Um, I do have a question. If anyone that listens to me and I'll probably put it to Twitter as well. We'll be going to the first annual Quilt Fest in Savannah, Georgia. Let me know um, because I will definitely be there. It is the end of the month. I think it starts on the 27th of March through that weekend. It's the last weekend in March. So if anyone out there that listens, and if you don't listen, you won't hear it. So there you go.
is going to the first annual quilt fest in Savannah, Georgia. Please um, give me a um, send me an email or a tweet or whatever, and then maybe we can meet up one of the days. Um, I'm planning on going on Saturday. I may get a whole weekend thing and just go Saturday and Sunday and do one day just for shopping and then the other day just for quilt watching. So if you're going, let me know. I'm going to put it out on Twitter as well. And um, I am seriously toying with the idea of a giveaway on St. Patrick's Day. Um, and pro I probably will do a giveaway for St. Patty's Day, uh, which is on Monday. Well, I'm off on Monday. I don't know if it's on Sunday or Monday. But I am, let's take that back. I'm not going to probably do it. I will be hosting a giveaway. I'm not sure if it'll be a ruler, and I'm not sure if it'll be fabric. But by the time I post these show notes, I will have a picture of what I decide that I'm going to give away. Um, so show notes probably won't go up until Saturday. Um, by the time I get home, I'm just too tired. It's all I can do is upload it and do my bulleted format on Podbean so that I can upload the podcast. But yes, I will be doing a giveaway for St. Patty's Day. Um, so. I'm going to post this Friday night so you'll hear about it. Um, you can tweet about it. You can let your friends know about it. But come to my website. Leave a comment. Nothing in particular. Um, just leave a comment. Tell me about maybe your favorite quilt. Quilting cotton quilting cotton, but whether you're a solid person, a traditional quilter, a modern quilter, a mix of both, whether you're an applicator, leave me a comment about what you like to do. What is your favorite quilting technique? Um, me, I like them all. Um, I would love to get back to needle turn applique, but most of the time that I would get to do it would be in my car. Yes, I know hexes are kind of similar, but needle turn is usually a little different. You have a lot of little pieces and a bigger piece of fabric to, to stitch your stitch onto, but that that's my ultimate favorite. So let me know your favorite technique, whether you're or whether you're a modern quilter, traditional quilter, or a mix of the same, whether you're start traditional and don't like modern at all at all i know noni is a more modern clean lines kind of person um and there's those that are out there that do applique but they do it machine stitch which is fine i do it as well um, and i know there are some out there that are art quilters which is a very pleasing thing because you have no quote-unquote rules is whatever works for you whatever is pleasing if you do freeform cuts and do um, raw edge stitching all that's great just let me know what you like and um, probably on Tuesday morning or sometime Tuesday when I get home from work 
I will draw the winner using the random number generator and get that package out to you. So make sure if you're leaving me a comment that I have a way of contacting you to let you know that you have won. So with that said, um, my blog is thequiltingpot.com. That will take you directly to my blog because it has a different name. Um, if you want to leave me an email, you can do so as well. Um, just go to thequiltingpot.com. On the left-hand sidebar of my little mini profile where my boys sit, there is a little link for my email address. Um, if you want to follow me on Ravelry, Pinterest, Twitter, or Goodreads, there's links on the right-hand sidebar. The link for my email, in case I said it was on the right-hand side, is actually on my left-hand side bar. So, anything that you need to get to me, whether you want to follow me or send me an email, you can get to those links at thequiltingpot.com. So, Wheezy Works, this is for you. Keep up the good work with the feathers. One day when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Uh, I think I'm going to print your picture out and hang it somewhere on Lady G so that every day or whenever I start practicing or starting to quilt a quilt top, I will have that there that, yes, I can do this too. So thanks for um, your comments to me about how you got to your point. And I think Jackie is so excited. Quilts. I think that's her name. I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but she's practicing as well um, with her long arm. She's a newbie too. Um, she's, she's in the same boat that I am. But practice makes perfect. So with that said, until next time, may all your seams be straight.